Anyways, since Marcus won't do it, my name is Sidelinik. This is Marcus, and we're joined tonight with a special guest, Tina Marie from Ascend and Conquer. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. If you're not at the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you're not welcome here. In the middle of the night, ghosts try to talk to me. It's interdimensional, so we are living in a multi-dimensional environment. He's bending down, doing something. He says he sees a shadow. He turns around, and there's nobody there. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. I went blind then. I had an average. And I fell asleep. And I died in a chair in the corner downstairs. How can we kill you, Let's start with um, your background and what you do. Okay, well, I'm Tina Marie, and yes, I'm from the show Ascend and Conquer, which is new, and it just popped out, but there's a lot with me. Marcus knows this because I am into a lot of weird stuff like lucid dreaming and astral projection and all of that good stuff, but also I've had a lot of cool paranormal experiences throughout my life, having lived overseas a lot. There's a lot more paranormal activity overseas than I sense here in America, for sure. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with religion. Oh, right. Yeah, that would make sense, actually. Like, how? Like, what do you mean? Like, how does the religion affect that kind of thing? It, well, interestingly enough, when I lived in the Philippines, I there was so much craziness going on. I mean, my mother was engaged before my father and the man died of a brain aneurysm. I didn't know about this man until I was living there at 15 and I had this dream or yeah, it wasn't a nightmare. It was a dream that he was looking at me through the bookshelf because I was sleeping on the couch and I can still to this day, if I wanted to, I could draw him out because it was so vivid. That vivid. Yeah. Yeah, and I would always feel a cold presence like in the room that my grandmother and aunt slept. And I think that like with Catholicism, there's kind of a, a smaller veil, I guess, between the parent, like the worlds of the people that are in that religion. And it was a house that did have all kinds of Catholic stuff. And I also, I mean, I dealt with spirits in Korea as well, and that's Buddhist, but um, <laughs> Catholics do definitely see a lot more spirits. Filipinos see spirits all the time. So do you think it's just like the people that are more open to like spirituality and, and religion and that kind of thing? Do you think that's, that's, I, that might be why? I think that's probably a more concise way of saying what I just said. Thank you. <laughs> Marcus likes to reiterate all the time. Point. I tend to do yeah. that. I know. Like, repeat, good. but in different words, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So it we're, was a question and a statement. Yeah, I was just trying to like. <laughs> we're doing a podcast with my dad. And my dad saying. was talking about this ghost story, and he was like, uh, "So he was about uh, him finding a a drowned victim." Yeah, and then the, he said oh. the, he said the boat stopped there, and then he said there must have been a reason for it. And then he saw her in the water and dove for her, and then Marcus had to go in and be like, "So it happened for a reason." <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. like just reiterating. Like the it just clicked because he said that, like you know, that the boat stopped and everything, and he had this story going, and then at the very end of it, he said, "You know, the boat just all of a sudden started up again," and it just kind of clicked in my mind, like, "Oh my god, it happened for a reason." <laughs> I just spoke out loud, and <laughs> it just. But I think of, um, yeah. I don't. We've, we've been on this kind of religion kind of kick for the past these, this the whole season, and mm. I mean we grew up Christian, and we kind of had this uh, kind of like the a different kind of experience through our lives. It was like we were experiencing what you would be categorized as exorcisms. We were in the room uh, plenty of times growing up mm. with uh, things like that, and just like weird stuff would happen in the room as well when those were happening. People talking without their tongue moving and things like that, and. But I think it's um, like a lot of things that people would think aren't real. It was like normal. You right. Know? right. It was like and I really normal. I didn't understand that. Like not a lot of people have ever experienced that kind of thing. Yeah. So it was kind of weird when I talked to somebody and they're just like, <laughs> you were in the room. I was like all the time, you know, but. But it's like the the teachings with Catholicism and other religions. It's like it, it primes you to, 
I guess accept that there's spirituality mm-hmm. and there's spirits and and uh, afterlife and things like that. And I think it primes us to be, be more, more open, open to, to yeah, yeah, and especially in other countries that are more yeah. religious than the U.S. Yeah, I completely agree with all of that. Like everything you just said. I mean, it's uh, I'm a very spiritual person to begin with, and having been also raised in so many places, mm-hmm. I've been around so many different types of religions. That it's not that I've developed my own religion. Because by no means have I done that. But I just <laughs> right. think the best parts of everything that I've learned. And I just I stick to that. But I also believe that because I meditate so much, I leave myself more susceptible to like spiritual attack. Mm. Because I dealt with something even here in Texas in the last place I lived where it was like a feeling of like an entity or a lower, a lesser being a lesser presence there. And at one point I heard a radio on one side of the house and it was like a seventies music station type thing mm-hmm. happening. And it was like a song that was so familiar to me, almost like I've been like, it was almost like another universe, but like we crossed paths with it. Oh, funny. Oh, wow. the song was, yeah. Like I was like, I know this song, but also, there's no radio in that room, so I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> oh, I was weird. Kind of like, oh, uh, okay, that think. that's weird. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like your radio was playing in the other room, but if there's no radio in there, that's that's sure really strange. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so like maybe I'm not like the only one that heard it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> that always makes me feel a lot better when I'm not the only one that heard something or experienced something like you heard that too right like that happens a lot especially in this place Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god oh yeah so exorcisms guys that's pretty i mean what what was that like intense uh yeah it is i just remember um especially when i was a kid my mom when when it would happen at the house because we have a like a long line of ministers and things like that so and a lot of times they'd use my mom's house because she had the biggest house and (laughs) they would bring their i guess victims or whatever over yeah, and, call and, them and, victims. <laughs> that's like a horrible way to, they, they'd, to bring their, they'd bring the person that's suffering from a possession over or something like that and a lot of the times you don't even know that they're experiencing it so they're totally normal but they're also having nightmares they're um having stomach pains or headaches and they're like really uh, sporadic with their moods and things like that and they would bring it to my mom's house, and I just remember all the time telling us to go into the other room, shut the door. I was never told to go in the other room. Well, when I was, I was, that's like right when I was that was like when I was a kid, like a little yeah. kid. And then as I got older oh. and older, I was able to actually be yeah, around yeah. and see it and happen. And it's I don't know we had some crazy like, things. I remember happen. that happening before when I was really little. Like I was in the other room, and I it just sounded like so freaking creepy like in the other room like all this screaming and really? all this stuff happening and like it was it was kind of creepy until like i was actually in the room with it it wasn't so scary you know that's what's kind of weird it was, like it there was one did you feel like powerful it was like i felt i didn't feel like uh i was you know basically vulnerable or going to be threatened by anything it was just i felt calm you know it actually mm-hmm. felt calm it did it was actually really calm to be in that room, but in knowing that whatever it was, was under control at the moment and it was literally going to be cast out. So it was kind of like, um, not, not scary at all, but it, it was it's yeah. just kind of just, just intense. And there was, um, yeah. we, we, it just goes back to our last podcast with ghost biker and she had this opportunity to be inside the room with uh, a real exorcist and an exorcism happening and he was allowing her to conduct an investigation while she was there, like setting up her voice recorders and things like that. And I was like, that's a really cool thing to do for like, they're really secretive about yeah. what happens. And oh, yeah. And I think that's like one of the ways I'd want to take um, whether what we're doing with like the paranormal field is in the future, see who lets us in the room with them. And yeah, we know a few people that will. And a lot of them say, you know, you should put that out, show how real it is, you know. So there is a lot of people that are for it, but I know there's probably people out there that are probably not for right, that. We're going to you know? piss a lot of people off, yeah. and but yeah. we, we do it all the time, anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Like I'm imagining that like, they wouldn't want to push too much of that out because it, just like the Stargate archives in the, on the 
the CIA website. You know, they mm. they let it come out like 50 years later, 100 years later, and then right. yeah. public information. And yeah, I'm sure that's the same type of thing that somewhere we can go and check out what the Vatican's got going on. <laughs> right. Like I said that all the time. I tell them all the time. Like you know, it's always like a 50 year period or a 100 year period that it's released to the public. You know, and so every time we get something, I'm like dude, they had this like 50 years ago. <laughs> I tell them all the time, but but that would be interesting yeah. if they if they actually allowed something like that to happen. I remember seeing a video. Some guy was cleaning the, supposedly cleaning the vat, like rooms in the Vatican, and he made his way downstairs and found a lot of really interesting things. Like, it's like really, really interesting. I'll, I'll try to find that he, video. He got down there, like yeah, in the like somewhere where he wasn't supposed to be. Vatican. And he, I think one of the things that he found was like a skull. Like he found this skull oh, and it had horns. It, it had horns on it and he like hauled ass out of it. That's pretty crazy. I'll I'll try to find it. It's like so crazy. That's so it's cool. But like so, um, <laughs> why is that hidden? Like kind of like that's right. where my mind went. But I wanna Yeah. I wanna like uh I wanna dive into like your topics. Like what do you talk about in your podcast and like what leads you to do something like that? Okay, well, I used to run a show called the Psychedelic Podcast. And that's kind of how me and Marcus met. Yeah. And he's, that's my homie right there. <laughs> but, um, so it, it's basically like picking apart the human mind and trying to figure out why things are, are mm-hmm. I guess, just why things are. And also the psychology behind a lot of uh, really interesting topics, which I've shut that show down for personal reasons, but I've started a new one. And, and Ascend and Conquer is really different for me because where I was, I may have sounded more scripted. This is completely off the top, the new show, Ascend and Conquer. Mm -hmm. And it's comes from a place of like a lot of hurt from myself. Like I've, I've been in a lot of emotional pain for a very long time. And I feel like I'm just now like getting back to being normal again, or what what I consider normal, which is completely abnormal, actually. (laughs) uh, Our normal's abnormal, too. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I mean, I've got got skulls in my house, but they're not demon skulls that you guys are talking about. There's skulls here, too. Like, there's two right there. I see some bones, yeah. I got a a lot of creepy stuff. I just picked up an artifact from Egypt from an archaeologist, and he he goes out there and he finds these artifacts and stuff and he's always in Egypt and wrote, he wrote like a five or six books. I think so. Yeah. I think it was five Anyways, or six I met him in Colorado this past month and he, he gave, or he sold me a, it's like, I'm, I can get it for you. But, it looks like a Pharaoh. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's like a Pharaoh piece and I'll get it. You can talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's right Wait, uh, what is it? Like the little, <laughs> it's like, thing that it's like a staff? little, it's like, no, it's, it's like an actual little like Pharaoh, like oh. figure. Like it was carved out of some kind of stone and you are stepping on my headphones and it's yeah it looks like a um a a little pharaoh and made out of some kind of stone i don't know what what it is exactly okay that's what it is oh it's like wow how old is that it's over two thousand years and it's It's just the air does oxygen not mess up the is it porous like what is the texture it's gotta be i'm not sure what it is it's like a it's not really heavy it's kind of light i think it's Mm -hmm. probably like sandstone but you can you can see some color on it and you can see some writing on it like the probably the person's name or wherever it was if it was in a tomb or something you can see the pharaohs like his little i don't know yeah those uh what are those called those like hooks those like staff things yeah yeah I don't know what those are called. Oh, I know. I don't either. They look like I was just like yeah, the hook thing. Yeah, they look like big candy canes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, did I? Is that a staff? It, it might be. It could be staffs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's like two of them. Like I, I always see that. Like they have like crossed, and I don't know what it is, I mean, but he has them. <laughs> so. I know. I like picking up all this stuff. I have like a like a Roman glass that's over two thousand years old too, and that's like a little oh, yes. little bottle. And he had a made. ring that was actually how old? Jeez, millions. I guess the bone. It was a, made what? out. Of, it was made out of a dinosaur bone. Right. And we were getting ready to record, and he was like, "All right, let's record." He claps, and this thing shatters. <laughs> that was so oh, bad. Oh no! <laughs> I, I thought that was horrifying. I think there's a video like on Facebook out of it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh no! I have, I have actually something I think right here. Just one second, because let me see. 
Unfortunately, I don't, but I do have this. It's not right there, but I do usually have it near. And so it's like from, I think, 20,000 years ago. It's a, it's a type of rock and it's in oh, wow. a little pla plastic package and I've never opened it. You know what kind I'm of rock it is? I, that's why I wanted to grab it because it's got really long words on it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember right now. Unfortunately, I have a lot of like healing and chakra stones up there because I do a lot of stuff with chakras and meditation and i've got a little bit of some psychic stuff going on a lot of people in my family do actually on the filipino side and my dad's actually norwegian my and he lived in montana and north dakota oh cool oh, yeah are. played volleyball up there and it was tough <laughs> <laughs> yeah like we usually doing something like all the time you know so it's it's always it's always different but it's fun it is it's really fun and keeps yeah. things interesting so yeah, and it's great that you guys like have each other to do that with because mm. not, I mean, people just don't get along sometimes. <laughs> oh, we don't get along at all. <laughs> no, we're always fighting and bickering at each other. <laughs> yeah. But the, but the chemistry is so good. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you fight because you're siblings. It's just it's like, like <laughs> so much bickering that we hit record and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of it, you're really happy because it's your tone. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Marcus has this dumb thing where he has to do to me all the time. It's like if if I if there's like a table sitting here and I can't reach it, but he can. I'm like, hey, can you give me that? And he, he grabs it and he'll move it closer to me, but he doesn't take it off the table. It's like just give me it. I do that all so the time. Stupid. Probably I'm like, on purpose. Or something. It's literally it's in my reach. I'm like, hey, can you grab me that? He'll be walking way over there and come agreeing it for me. I'm yeah, that's like, dumb. I'll do it as long as it takes for him to notice. And when he notices, he gets so mad. Yeah. But I do that all the time. So I want to get into. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> that was like such an alien message. Um, I'm sorry. You go ahead. So we've been asking everyone about their like ghost stories or whether it's like a UFO sighting or anything paranormal esque. I guess. I think the more bizarre, the better. So if you have any any stories yeah. like that. Oh yeah, I have a lot of them. Like I was saying, like my family has dealt with this kind of stuff for a long time. I'm not the only person that heard, felt, saw, touched, and mm. uh, dealt with things in that house. In fact, there was a little girl that my mom would call it to me before I knew anything about chakras and stuff. She used to call it, she would say, um, the, the little girl, she was like seven or eight, had her third eye open. And like, I was only six, seven, and like learning these things, like what? what's going on? She has three eyes. So <laughs> she went to the bathroom in that cold room in the Philippines that my family slept in. And she came running out within about 10 seconds of being in there or something because she saw somebody standing in the corner of the bathroom. Oh, geez. Yeah. But she, she was a little girl. So I, I didn't sense that it was malevolent mm -hmm. except one time when they, it, he maybe knocked on the door when I didn't go to church that morning and it was <laughs> pounding on the door at me. And I thought my aunt was doing it. And I was like, um, I don't feel like going to church. I didn't want to go to church that day. I was very tired and um, it was very hot. And I opened the door finally and there was nobody in there. And usually there's seven or eight people in that house at all times, zero people in there. So I just went and stood outside for like an hour in that case because that was it felt aggressive that one time with the knocking i also saw a white blur come out from that same room that i would always feel super cold in and it would come it ran down the stairs my aunt saw it as well and ironically enough not ironically but interestingly enough every experience that i had that was paranormal or dealt with spirits there was almost always somebody there with me experiencing it with me and it just would blow people's minds because my little sister has dealt with it too now and she remains very open to it. And I think that it's a good thing. And I think that it has a lot to do with having like, just maybe you're so empathic that you not only love so much here in the physical realm, but you still even give love to spirits, even if you don't mean to, even if they're negative ones sometimes. So you're more susceptible to it. I think 
back to your question earlier, that that kind of might have something to do with it too, is just being like empathic and just very, a lover of people. I feel like those are the ones that get attacked and possessed too. Mm. Do you think that has to do with like a, I guess a less intimidating factor to a spirit? I think it could be either or the opposite. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's, maybe they want to take something from the person that they possess or are around or that like when you're dealing with a spirit like that, uh, let me uh, go back to the story and I'll come back to that. Like there's also a water pump in this backyard and it was the kind you pump with your hand, you know, like they look like oil drills, kind of oil rigs. And um, I heard squeaking in the backyard and there was a chicken coop back there, but I knew there was no chickens at the time. And so I heard pumping and I was like, okay, well, somebody's like maybe doing laundry. And then I walked outside the door and there was water all over the ground and there was nobody there. And then nobody had been there. It's the Philippines. It's 105 degrees. It's super dry that day. And also because the chicken coop is there, it was like barbed wire at the top of our concrete cinder blocks, like all the way around. So, there so was nobody no- could have got in or yeah, you would have nobody. seen them at least trying to get out at least. So exactly. Yeah. And then lights would turn off in the house all the time and I would have to go and flip them back down. Like, come on guys, <laughs> chill out in the spirit realm for a little bit here. <laughs> no, there's, there's a, um, there's a lore story behind that one, isn't there? The white lady? Yes. Yes. The yeah. Korean, that's a Korean uh, terminology. I mean, I could teach you all kinds of stuff with that. So <laughs> those are actually meant to be victims of some sort of abuse or mm-hmm. um, unfortunately like rape and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then they are just like really vengeful. But what I saw, maybe... When I was, I said white, I meant like maybe a creamy ivory color-ish because it wasn't pure white, like what they say in Korean folklore, but they do stuff with like Samara from the ring. Like that's what, <laughs> what that's white ladies basically. Yeah. That's what they call them. <laughs> we have walking dogs or dogs that walk backwards are super evil and possessed in the Philippines. They're called Eswang. Really? Oh, funny. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard yeah. some like like story about like about that like dogs walking backwards and like some whole like there's supposed to be a backstory on it but I've never actually really heard the story. So like, they it's eat babies. Really? Oh wow, that is dark. Yeah, it's really dark. Um, so they climb into the windows and they take hold of the animal and they basically possess the animal. The animals walk backwards. So in the Philippines, if you see a dog walking backwards, everybody's like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> you see that? Let's go. And it's, it's whatever. Cause everybody's kind of on the same wavelength with. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a, a sign that like, it's not normal. That thing is not natural. Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You, has that ever happened before? Like, is, is there any like documented accounts of something like one of those dogs eating a baby or. I actually, I, don't know. I've just I read all of the horror books. I still listen to Creepy Pasta till like literally this year to go to sleep. <laughs> so um, I actually have no idea. I know that I got a real crazy story for you guys. Actually, my mom told me this, and so I know it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this little girl that lived in the barrio in the Philippines and it was another little girl, not the same one and with a third eye thing. And she went missing for three days from the same province that my mom was from. I think we're somehow related, but I don't know exactly how she was taken by little men. She said as a four year old child for three days, completely full, well fed, not a scratch on her body, completely uninjured, clothes were intact, everything was fine. She disappeared, came back. The little green men had me. And weird. Yeah. And so this is in Pampanga, Philippines, which is totally known for all the paranormal stuff because, and that's where we're from. So everybody deals with that there. And so they took care of her and fed her and made sure she was okay and then returned her home. Wow. Wow. That is. 
That like, is really why? strange. Why would, they, why would they do that? I don't know. It's, I wonder the same thing. Like, maybe she's special. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it, who knows? Was she in the house when she went missing or was she outside or, or do you know? She was, I think she was outside and then she went missing from outside and then the mom and other people from the barrio were looking for her and they didn't find her and they were really worried. She came back and she seemed really happy. <laughs> she was wow. fine. It's like maybe it was she incredible. was like in some kind of distress or in trouble and they just kind of cared for her. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. that's what like a compartmentalization of a child's brain almost like, are you saying like maybe it was something psychological for her? I'm, don't know what I'm saying actually. <laughs> Marcus never knows what he's saying until. But that sounds really he good. Talks we'll go first with that. and thinks later. <laughs> I'm like sitting here playing therapist with something that happened 60 years ago. It's totally common for me. That's kind of a funny thing though. Is like you don't hear a story like that where they where a, a figure comes and takes them and takes care of them and brings them back. I've actually heard some of the stories like that around here, and it's. I'll I'll yeah I'll get into that because I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about it. <laughs> so oh. because it has to do with like the whole um there's a um like a legend and a lore story around here and they're called little people and they're actually oh. supposed to be a um a tribe native to this place that wanted to remain hidden. They wanted to be, you know, hidden from the rest of the world, so they made it they made a deal with the crow people. Yeah, this uh, I have a painting up there on the top right, and that's of uh, little people and burnt face. Yeah, and she's like the leader or something like that of them. And I know the leader's name of the little people. Actually, I found that out. Oh, like all the don't like see, I know, like all like the secrets. I was like, I was like, you're telling the wrong person <laughs> because I got a podcast. I'm gonna talk about it <laughs> because I was like, all these things no. that are supposed to be a secret. They started telling me, and I was like, okay, why don't you just too say much it? I want to hear it. What, what is it? What's the? I'll that yeah, I'll I'll Uh-oh. I'll talk to them and see if it's all right to share it because there's we might actually have somebody on here that could share it. It'd be okay if he did. Oh, I see. It's like a an gotta, elder um so right yeah. and he's sense. i believe i believe he's a medicine man too so right we've been oh, we've been cool. trying to yeah we've been trying we to have, do things actually have a long line of that in our family trying to do things I right now that. i guess because yeah. like when we first started the podcast you like went rogue and just talked <laughs> about every did. little I was like you know what just put about. it out there now i'm like okay let's be a little careful <laughs> <laughs> right no i i feel <laughs> yeah. that i I'm super careful now. I don't even let one cuss word slip out. Like, I mean, even if it's just happen anyways, really. But oh, like, it, I don't. It, it happens. Especially when we, we do an episode with the After Horizons, it's like a total cuss fest. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's, um, what is it? It's infectious. Because like, I start catching myself like, ah, damn. Like, I'm trying not to cuss so much, but they get me going. I'm like, oh, you know what? Screw it. Let's go. Go yeah. on with the conversation, but you got to make yeah, sure it happens fast, though, because I want to talk about them. What's up? You got to make sure that happens fast. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I, yeah, I was told, you know, how the whole thing happened with the little people and the deal that was made and what they gave them in exchange for keeping them secret and stuff like that. And like, I even have uh, people that go up to the, like, you know, the mountains and stuff and they would tell me, like, you could literally see it in their face. They're just still kind of in shock. They're like, I swear to God, we we just saw a little person, you know. And I remember some people kind of joke, you know, make a joke or something, but they their face would not even change, like expression. They're just like, no, I'm not not kidding. Like I even have a friend, he saw something moving, and he thought it was a deer or a coyote or something. And he looked down his scope. He was hunting. He looked down his scope, and he had maybe about seven people with him, and another person was watching it too, and he stood up and he was looking right at them. Oh, scary. And he said he, he said he was, you know, really short. He said he was like, he looked like a toddler, but his face looked really old. And like, he said like almost that old leathery face look. He said, that's what it looked like. He's like, still skin. (laughs) (laughs) You just scared the hell out of me. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't looking at you. He just heard the voice. (laughs) No, like we've heard, we've we've heard like you know stuff while recording, and we got it on recording. So it's like he's so like ready (laughs) for it. Stupid. But yeah, but he said, "I heard a wolf just now." (laughs) 
something out there. What yeah, time got, is it? Oh, no, it was an, every, it was an alarm. Every time we do the podcast, yeah. like they never let their dogs out next door, but every time we do oh. the podcast, they got to let them out. There was a, like a curfew siren going, so it made these dogs start howling. So that's oh. probably what Jared. Yeah. Darn, but, I wish it was like a werewolf. <laughs> no, we've, we've been trying to, I mean, our thing is, uh, because we're Native American, we want to cover these other Native American lore stories, jump in different tribes and pull the secrets out because I think it's important for, to be shared because I think now we we're losing that cultural effect of like youth telling stories. Yeah. Like there was, yeah. um, there was one that we, uh, I wanted to do and it was like one of my favorite lore stories ever. And it's actually of a, um, a tribe. Um, down like in Florida, Oklahoma area, and it's uh, called Stakini. And it's uh, the reason why it was like so interesting to me and why I loved it because it was it has to do with an, a horned owl. And like we love like horned owls and all that kind I of stuff. Too. I mean, I have like an owl tattoo. I got so two. like, awesome. yeah, and uh, he does too. I got one on my and, chest. And uh, a giant owl in my room. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I remember um, we, we did this episode on the Stakini. And we actually, that actually brought us in contact with uh, a group that's going to be on here too. And they're uh, actually filmmakers and they're going to be doing like a short horror film and they, they do like these short horror films and they're awesome. But they were, they were kind of talking about that. They were afraid to kind of talk about that kind of stuff until they saw us talking about it. And they're like, well, you know, we're going to start doing these kind of things, you know, and, and uh, they actually have some stories about it too, because they're local to that legend. Or that, that 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 lore. So I think we're talking too much. Let's have her tell another story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm oh, just, story I'm time. Really okay. <laughs> Marcus ripped his pants the other day. Oh my god! He always rips his pants. <laughs> I could, honestly like I was like I know she's I know she's gonna bring this up and I completely <laughs> forgot about it. I honestly completely forgot about it. <laughs> but we were uh, yeah I was like talking and I was kind of responding to messages and and then we were talking about recording. You know I was like oh yeah you know like freaking super positive day and I turned <laughs> and a will well of a trailer hooked my pants. All I just heard was a loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was so afraid to look down. I was just like sitting there staring and I glanced down the biggest hole. My pocket was hanging out and everything. And Oh my God. Was, <laughs> What's better horrible. is that he used an upside down smiling face. <laughs> yeah, I said I, the <laughs> I was like, That's I'm trying to like they, fix this. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I had a button. That was the only thing I had. Oh and my gosh. Nobody in the shop had like a pin or anything. So I tried to pin it. <laughs> That's all I had. Yeah. And then you know what? But, this brings us full circle. Like, because, <laughs> first of all, circles are awesome, and so is the moon. But second of all, <laughs> tears in the universe and that radio thing, right? Like, yeah. That's not the only radio incident in that area that happened with me. And Good segue, other, by the way. Thank you, right? <laughs> like, killed it. Um, <laughs> no, there were, this, this, is, this freaked me out. This person that I was with saw a bunch of what and and i swear like i don't know what was happening but like i was hearing like from the radio another radio thing in the car and it was like switching back and forth uh me and this person both heard the radio switching from one station to the other and there were two songs that were like polar opposites of each other almost like to tell a story it felt weird And I was sitting there like deciphering it and I didn't really remember like that I was doing that because sometimes when I like go into like a state of trance that happens where I can see things um, for what it is. Mm. And it was really frightening because later that night, the person that I was with saw, they say, I didn't see this, um, like seven or eight children far away in the field. And it turns out that somebody did die on my parents' property, but they didn't tell me until the neighbor did. So apparently he got, uh, he shot himself on accident hunting out there and he was like holding his guts and like walking back there. Oh my gosh. He was able to make it to the hospital somehow. And so he didn't really die at the property. I feel like his presence was still there. I mean, there was another time in the hallway in that house that a uh, a painting came just kind of flying off the wall. Not like 
it wasn't like flying because maybe the space was this wide, like like three feet or three feet or something. And it just went boom and kind of like smacked the wall. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And I totally got rid of that painting. Um, I would have definitely he that. would have he would have kept it. <laughs> He would he would have oh, made have, it his centerpiece. <laughs> I do have some creepy painting haunted paintings over there still. I'll take them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can have them because I don't. Want yes, them. I'll take them. You don't want them. <laughs> All right. No, I really don't. <laughs> I kept them out there for a reason. <laughs> well, I'm, we're trying to collect. I'm trying to collect things now and. I don't know. Make I don't know if it's too haunted. I'll get a freaking storage unit or something. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be yeah. awesome. I, I knew he was going to do that. Like it's he'll he'll take these items, but they'll probably be in his storage away from. If the they're house. like crazy, oh. crazy. <laughs> but if they're like mild haunted, then I'll keep them in the house and hang them. He's up. trying to get this table. Oh <laughs> right, this thing is really supposed to be really, really, really haunted. Yeah, and I was like, I would oh. not keep that in the house if i was you but we've been talking about this pot this yeah. uh, table like every podcast now but it's uh it's a table that's been in my wife's family for geez decades and generations oh, and wow. it was it, they think it was the great great it's like a like a long time ago anyways the grandmother mm-hmm. now is like 98 and it was her great great grandfather something like that and um he built everything in his house whether that's his uh kitchen table his end tables his coffee tables and this one was a end table, I think, and it's kind of short, but it's mm-hmm. it's like a good size. And for the past forty years, they had it bound with wire because it would move, and they called it we called it dancing table because they said it would move at parties and like they could, it would they, like shake. And yeah, they move called it dancing, and... like the table oh. would dance, and almost it, on command they would. It do w- it was used for like um, seances and used for oh, like spirit boards, say. Ouija right. boards, that kind of stuff. Like it. I, I, it's really got a lot. You do you, yeah. do you know that. the name of that kind of, uh, what, what those tables are called? I know there's a name for them. Um, no, I really don't. You don't? I mean, oh. I tend to protect myself from them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing, I, you know, like I've got obsidian here and, oh, cool. you know, for protection and stuff. And I, cause I feel like I'm one of those individuals that gets not attacked, but like they want to be around me when they get an opportunity. So I stay away from cemeteries and I can't go to funerals because I feel like the energy so much that it really affects me mentally. And it's, I can't be around that kind of stuff. In fact, I can't name who it is, but a good friend of mine that's, she's also a podcaster. had me do some shadow work for her the other day. And uh, what, the person that she was speaking to at the store, when I told her to go get, white sage and stuff was he was native american and he was like who told you about this and how to do it and, like, and she was like I who told you our secrets like, yeah and i was like i was like gee that's so mean like <laughs> it's uh i mean sage is awesome but like it's um, like it's like people like that that i'm like afraid to offend because i'm like right. you know you're telling our secrets you know so i'm like i i am native american too man <laughs> I don't, I don't want to offend I mean, like you know people we're because native, so I think we have the right to share things like that. There's people around here that like want us to share that you know um, Native Americans and people that are really traditional and they're they're asking us to do it. They That's want us to great. do it. So like, I can handle backlash. It's happened many yeah. times. From this. Yeah, I think that it, like you guys said, it's so important to keep that culture alive because it was mm-hmm. always storytelling, and then like people don't document stuff as much as they used to, and mm-hmm. paper can get burnt. Right. But the cloud is forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally kidding, but unfortunately, it's true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that's really cool that you guys are preserving that for you know generations to come, and that like you could probably make a really huge impact like in your community just like doing what you're doing and like sharing like cool stories and like getting Mm. to know those people that you're going to get to you know eventually have on the show and stuff and like shamans and stuff they're so fun and like so interesting to me so what got like um I, well, I'm, I'm always, I'm like, I was into like crystals and whatnot. So like, what's your go-to set of crystals and things like that? Well, 
the seven chakras have seven stones that are associated with them. So, and this is kind of like a Hindu thing, but like, um, you know, the third eye chakra and the solar plexus and the Kundalini and all that good stuff uh, has different rocks associated with them. I, I don't have them out here, unfortunately. They're all kind of in my little meditative area place. <laughs> and But I... I've always been really into crystals and every full moon I charge my crystals that are the ones that I wear most frequently because I know that like I feel something from them. Like there's something really powerful that happens and why or what I'm really doing and I just do it and it feels mm. natural to me and I just go with it and it, it's pretty, uh, pretty powerful stuff that moon there. <laughs> do you have any uh golden healers or oralite or super seven yeah i've got tarot cards and stuff is that what you're asking me no but these are stones crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't what was that last one uh there's oralite that's like the there was they found oh. it i think like 10 years ago it's like the mm -hmm. oldest crystal on earth and you can you can buy it now um uh, i don't that's have got, that no i think it's got like more than 20 different minerals in it it's like oh, gold no. and silver and amethyst and yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, you you had one here, didn't you? Yeah, I had one here and I had, it was like a $5,000 piece and it was massive. That, that was, was huge. That was, yeah. yeah. Uh, super oh, wow. seven's a cool one too. Like that's like the, not super, yeah, super seven's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, golden mm -hmm. healer. That's like one of the top healing stones. I work in a rock shop too. So <laughs> and I got to research cool. this all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. I see that when I use the stone, like the stones for anything, like if I feel like I'm having a hard time with communication, I'll meditate with it on my neck or something, but I will pick stone that's properties specifically for something to open up the throat chakra, to open up to speaking and being able to communicate properly. Or if your stomach's hurting, use a stone that's good for your that's good for your solar plexus, like help with your anxiety, help with things like that. And right. I don't, you know, there's a lot that's involved with as much stuff that I do with everything spiritual that I can't even remember half the stones names, but I know what they look like. And <laughs> I definitely, um, I don't have unfortunately any like really expensive pieces, but I do hold all of them to the point where like other people can't touch my crystals because right. my energy mm -hmm. is as, as powerful as something that costs five thousand dollars like it might have been twenty dollars but that's my energy right. and no lie mm -hmm. i was on set doing a film one time with this girl and she pulled her crystals out like a small bag of crystals out i didn't even know she messed with them and put them next to me and said she wanted to borrow some of my energy. And I was really like, <laughs> that's, first of all, that's really rude. But also, that's really strange to do without asking someone. Right. <laughs> I was offended, honestly. <laughs> my sister and I stayed in the presidential suite in Korea, in Seoul, Korea. Um, that place has been around for probably close to 100 years. I don't want to be wrong, so Google that, people. But... Um, my parents were gone. I was about 10, 11 years old. No, 11. My little sister was really, really young. And we went to the bathroom together every time. Like, we were so close. I mean, we literally had to go to the bathroom together. And we, you know, we were, like, already scared because my parents weren't there and we were pretty young. And there was this, like, blue apparition that both of us saw and we both came to the conclusion that this was like something that had maybe drowned before. It wasn't like a body. It was like an aura, like a, like a standing aura, right? So it was really translucent and we flipped the light on. We could see it in the, it was dark in the bathroom. I forgot to mention that part. So we're seeing this blue thing, both of us, even my little baby sister, and it, it really scared us. We were, it was a pretty scary moment for both of us. My little sister ended up getting lost at the beach like the next day, which think about it, like that was something that we thought had drowned, right? And then she got lost 
at the ocean the next day. And maybe we were seeing the energy of what might come. It's kind of like what I feel, but also it could be like something that happened there, like giving us a warning. Yeah. From that, like this, from like, the other side. like no way that could be coincidental, like at all. Right. That is like way too spot on. Right. That is. And I, uh, my aunt has prophetic dreams and both my, my mother tells me like, I have to pray them to go away, but like, and dreams and stuff come true for people on my mom's side of the family and even herself really, please don't get mad at me, mom, if you're listening to this, (laughs) but, um, she says like, you know, it's not from God, like prayed away, but like, why if I use what I have for good? Or if I know something's going to happen and I'm helping people, is that bad? You know, like I've done stuff, you know, with my cars where I've told a few people, like, you're going to get pregnant, like people that think they never would. And then a month later, she became pregnant. And this has wow. happened to me three times, three times oh, with wow. pregnancies. Wow. So it's, it's pretty crazy. And I just... I don't know. It's just, that's, that's my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is really fun guys. Like I feel like I have so much more, but I can't draw it out. Cause uh, it's the fallen hour right now. (laughs) (laughs) He was like talking about like how you said that. He's like, I like how she said that the way you said fallen hour. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, like a grandma, the fallen hour. (laughs) (laughs) The fallen hour. <laughs> like we did a it's like like, we, like on that there internet. <laughs> we did a podcast with uh, Al Cooley. Yeah, Al and Cooley. everyone I've ever met, he's like the the one that messed up my name like the worst he kept, ever. He kept doing it. It was, he was like, like I was like, like laughing. He's like, how do you say your name? I was like, it's C Dale. And he's like, okay. And he's like, so he said his name in intro. And he's like, this is Dale and Marcus. And then and, and then Mark- I, I told him no. It's it's like I was trying to explain how it's like you know spelled. I was like, it's C Dale. Okay. You know, C right. Dale. He's like, all right. And I'm here with C Dale. <laughs> oh no, he said. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I was yeah. like, I told him. I was like, no, the hyphen's silent. <laughs> oh, that's me. Like that's how I used it was to be. Funny. Show with a hyphen, like so. That's hilarious. Like I can't. It was so goofy. It was a pretty cool podcast. It was fun. It was like the worst ever. Yeah, Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be back on with us too. So yeah, we we were just on his. It's gonna be out October fifth, I believe, and then he's gonna come on and join us for like our Halloween season too. So So I guess I'll end with this. I want to ask you a question, and we've been trying to kind of work through this, uh, like what a spirit is, what a ghost is. Um, like, what do you believe those things are? Like when you experience them? Residual energies, uh, residual energies from people living or dead, as in they leave their mark or their carbon footprint. If you, you know, like that's kind of an analogy, like but they leave it in the spiritual realm where it can be picked up. It's here. It exists. You might not be able to see it, but she can sense it and there's no way that science can explain it, but we all know it's there for the most part, subconsciously, even if they want to not admit it, everybody knows that there's something there. And I feel like um, even living people can leave their footprint, their dust or whatever you want to call it, like in places that they've just lingered too long or had something really traumatic happen to them. And it happens with people in the paramedic field a lot, actually, where it's it's traumatizing being in that industry, I'm sure, because having to see that and getting all of those energies on you, if you're not protected yeah. and you don't have your boundaries up and you don't know, like, if you're in a vulnerable place in life, I feel like they're more easily attached to you. And it can get really scary. Do you think that, um, <clears throat> it's kind of funny though. It's like, do you, th- cause we had this conversation with ghost biker as well. And she believes that there's a lot of people. Actually. Yeah. Uh, residual energy, but her beliefs were that they're residual and then it's also intelligent. Do you think that the residual energy, uh, you've experienced has that intelligence to it? I think that's like asking a robot or an AI that's actually highly advanced if they will 
or would want to develop feelings, I feel like that's not even for us to know probably. Mm. And that right. I'm sure some of that energy gets so entangled with other energies where it becomes like a quantum energy and it can be a powerful and malevolent and um, negative force that does can wreak havoc and yeah, absolutely can wreak havoc and can be scary. Right. That, she, she even mentioned that like that um, there was, uh, they tried to ask certain questions and they were literally responding saying, we, we can't, we can't tell you that we can't answer right. that. Like there's like these rules, like they, there's certain things that they can't share. So that, that does that, that actually makes sense. Right. So. I think she was asking if um, they can see her or if they can, something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly, how but able there to was come certain, through and yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's been a really interesting topic this past month is like, we're trying to work through this and, pulling different texts from around the world and trying to like dive into those and asking people their beliefs on it. And I think that us talking with someone like you who, who does, who experiences this on a, a day-to-day basis and asking you these questions, like, what do you believe this, this, these are? Mm-hmm. And I think it's lending more to the, the t- conversation we've been having over yeah. the month. Yeah, the, 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 so thing, cool. the, the whole uh, residual, you know, residual energy or re- even residual, residual hauntings and stuff <laughs> like that are the thing that always kind of like gets me because it's like, you know, just the replay of something over and over and over. Do you think and it's like, like um, if there's a residual energy there, do you think it's able to answer, like when people go and investigate and if it is just residual, but they're also able to have like this conversation or something with them, do you think that they're only able to answer questions confined within that memory? Like they're, you know what where I mean? That, like the state of mind was in that at that right. time. Right. Uh, very good question. Exactly what you said. I got the vision of the movie The Lake House with Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, that's actually oh, funny. That's, yeah. that's my response. That's actually that's my pretty answer. good response. Like, because now like my mind's gone. So <laughs> yeah, because the I mean, there I, I don't. Everybody just look that up because it's really like it will blow your mind. Um, no, I like that movie. Actually, that's, that's my like, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost yeah, here because I don't think movie. I've watched it. it <laughs> Right, yeah, because what, like the whole thing you said with like the you know the live living or you know dead you know with the whole residual thing there is there is a lot of accounts where um, living people left an imprint on a place and it would replay or even wreak havoc in that place and yeah. that person still be alive elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the whole thing that you were saying that uh, somebody um, shot himself like something mm-hmm. so traumatic like that happening in that area could have. Mm-hmm literally left a, a stain it did. for lack of a better word yeah. in that area, even though he went and died somewhere else, because that, that actually happens a lot. It does. It's just, yeah. it's just like something so traumatic that it just leaves um, that kind of energy, that, that kind of um, thing around that area. So it's just, yeah, that that's what always like kind of racks my brain is the whole residual deal, right? Like stone tape theory and that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's why being positive is so important. Like uh, mm-hmm. if we can control our vibration here on this planet while we're alive, like be a positive energy to this world because there's so much of that already happening. It's changing everything. Mm, And our minds, if we change our minds first, change what happens for the rest of the world. Then we got to start from within ourselves. And I think that a lot of people are neglecting that aspect of things. That's also what my show Ascended Conquer is really about too. So, we, and it's like this, uh, the light. <laughs> it's like this manifesting thing is it like really works for people of where you think oh, yeah. it, you talk it and then it happens. And I've experienced that this like past manifesting yeah, things this or past thought year. conjuring in a way. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. for a while there, I was always saying I'm going to get new while well, I do uh, marketing and, uh, commercials and things like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, the city and Billings. Billings. Yeah. And oh, for, Billings. Yeah, for a while there, it was like, I was like, okay, so I'm going to get a client, and I'm getting one, I'll get one next month, the client's coming, and I kept saying that, and then in my head, I would always try to, like, uh, account for that in the with, with bills or whatever, and count how much we'll have extra and things like that, and I put myself in a mindset of doing that all the time, even though nothing was happening yet, 
And over and over again, I would just say that I'm getting a new client, get a new client. And then within like a month, we've added, and like within a month, <laughs> we'd added like five, five clients yeah. out of nowhere. It's like, almost awesome. like willing it into existence. In yeah. A way. yeah. Yeah. You create your own reality. Mm. Right. We all have that power to do that. Mm. And also we, we have a collective energy of the world that, we're always on the same frequency, but there's different wavelengths in that frequency that we are not always on together. And so we can turn this negativity all around. We just have to do it as like a whole collective. And right. yeah, it's pretty fascinating stuff. But manifestation is very real. It depends on like what your intent is and, and knowing how to set it. But first, that means clearing your mind and making sure you do have boundaries. Because if you don't, then things might cross on over to, into your side and you don't want that. Right. Not do you think like um like when people have like maybe a premonition of something like you were just speaking of do you think that they constantly run that through their brain over and over until it literally happens? Do you think that could be a possibility? Okay. Do you mean like with déjà vu? In a or way. A like they, or they like have a premonition. Like a oh, yeah. I don't think people that actually like have psychic abilities we don't we don't do that. Like it just happens. I'll be standing somewhere and boom, I'll get like a thought and, and then it, it happens. But I try to tell people like, so that I'm not alone in it, <laughs> but it, it will never be anything negative. Like generally it's good. I did have a really bad one a few months ago and it, and exactly what I saw in my mind did happen in exactly the place that I looked. I mean, I'll just tell you this without giving too much away. There's a very bad person in my life and a rock ended up going through the same window that I was standing there months prior to imagined it happening and it did. And then it was that, that blew my mind. Wow. That was the big one for me when it came to premonitions like that. Cause I have deja vu all the time, but yeah, we, yeah. we have like, um, you know, a lot of, uh, different types of friends you know like we have friends that are ministers or prophets or apostles you know and like every different aspect you know we have uh, friends that are you know wiccans or witches and you know uh, luciferians so like i you know i talk to all of them you know and try to just get what they believe you know and i'm not trying to like be preachy toward them you know i just like conversate with them and, and see what what they believe and you know how they see things and i never try to push what i believe onto them because i'm I'm of Christian faith, you know, and Me that's like, that's where we were, you know, raised, you know, and, and, uh, all the people that I've talked to, like, you know, um, we have friends that are prophets and they told us, you know, um, they've actually, we've seen a lot of really, really, really crazy things take place. And, you know, it's just, all it does just, you know, just strengthens my faith, you know, I know what's real, you know, and, yeah. um, and the whole thing that with like premonitions or seeing things before they happen is really really big for me and um i've actually seen a lot of people before i've met them you know and things happen before they yeah. happen so i can completely understand that like i never actually said it on the podcast or um except for people like you know in our church know or just our family wow. but it is it's, it's it's like a big thing in our family it really is oh but cool it, yeah so we have that in common like because my family in the Philippines is really like that, like I said, as well. And uh, premonitions could be maybe the opposite almost of the residual energy, like the the counter to the residual energy that gets left behind. Maybe we're seeing the energy that's going to be placed there. So we're seeing lack of space where there is, or we're seeing so much space where there's lack of space and vice versa. That's just a theory. I'm like a yin yin yang kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah I like I like like hearing like other people's theories on it because like you know I have my own you know and I loved like hearing everybody else's too because I just I try to like piece 50. everything together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I try to understand it all because it is exactly. it's it's pretty it it is mind blowing sometimes. What like, do you think? What's what's deja vu like? What is that? Uh, deja vu is like the feeling that you've been somewhere, you've been around people like or places or things before. And it's so strong that it brings you to a place that you can't remember why you're remembering this exact feeling. But it's so vivid that, you know, you've been there before. Right. Yeah. You, like you catch yourself in that moment. Like, whoa, OK, I I've always seen try this to before. tell someone that it's happening to me. 
and then I I, always have and to. then when I when <laughs> yeah. I tell them like even that was it deja always vu. comes out just like I mean, on cue just whoa deja vu it's like, a, like <laughs> yeah. oh deja vu and then I'm like I'm like I'm having deja vu and I'm like and and that deja vu was like I said that to you in the deja vu. I was like it's happening again <laughs> yeah I've, and I've had like that one before <laughs> like, well before before we let you go can you explain like why does it happen why do we have deja vu why do we have deja vu? I think that it can be a warning or something like an oracle feeling. Like it could be something good. And, and it, it depends on your mindset and your spirit and what you're feeling in that moment. I think that when you have deja vu, it's important to realize what emotions are going on within yourself so that you can know the difference between this could be something good or something bad could happen after this. Because oh, generally when I've had it, something big has happened and it might be completely unrelated to the incident, but something big generally happens following a moment where I have like deja vu or uh, I've, I'm going to have to come back to the show guys. Cause I totally didn't talk to you about out of body experiences. <laughs> right. But yeah, <laughs> but like, that, like every time I have deja vu, I always take it like, okay, I'm on the right track. Okay, I've seen this yeah. before. I know where I'm going. It's almost like a checkpoint. I always try to you know, change that's it. That's kind of how I take it. Yeah. I always try to change what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I end up making it happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it gets to the point, like, you know, like, um, I kind of don't share everything I see, um, especially with my wife, because she gets scared so easily. <laughs> like, when I, like, I wake up and I'm just like, you know, she knows that look on my face. And she's just like, you, what did you see? I just gotta look at her. She's like, I don't wanna know. <laughs> I always get that. She's like, I don't wanna know. So if oh. it's not like really bad, I'll just, you know, I'll tell her, no, I just saw this, you know, and, and it might it will happen. But, you know, if it's something like really kind of bad, I, I usually don't tell her because she does. Right. She kind of gets scared easy. Right. But. Well, we'll let so. so it's been an interesting topic. I, I like the conversations we had. It was, pre it was pretty cool to get into this and, but uh, that being said, first time I said that, I always say that. <laughs> so. In the hail. I'm totally kidding. Like, that was to you guys, but like in a non-weird way. <laughs> like you guys are awesome. Like I'm watching you guys, you know. Oh, thank you. Oh, cool. Thanks. Well, my name is Cedelinik. Oh, you want to like um, sure, Marcus, let everybody know ahead. like where they can find you <laughs> right, and yeah. your socials and all of that good stuff really quick? Sure. And I'll also say this for Marcus because I really have to use the restroom. But you can, so, uh, you can just look me up on Instagram at Asian Ranch Sauce. I know. Um, and, you know, Ascend and Conquer, it's pretty much everywhere right now. My name is Tina Marie Celine, which has a lot to do with the moon. Look it up. It's Greek and mythological. And you can also find me. Just Google me. <laughs> actually but marcus at oh i don't want to say your name wrong now i feel like i'm gonna to have to say it, just hyphen so you could try to say it <laughs> i see dale there you go you got it yep yes thank you guys so much i had so much fun and i really look forward to speaking to you again yeah it'll be fun we'll do it well my name is cedalinic this is marcus and our special guest tonight team marie from ascendant conquer cowards die many times before their deaths the valiant never taste of death but once. Of all the wonders that I have heard, the one that seems to me most strange is that men should fear death, for death a necessary end will come when it will come.